Zencaster is haunted tonight. <laughs> Spooky <sighs> season. <laughs> Not <Just> quite over. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, hello there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, all of whom are loved and welcomed in this space. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki Kumar and Claire Stripling. How is Ooh, everyone? We get first and last names today. Look at that. Dang. We get it We get it every week. Got upgraded. Well, I say every week. We, we, we've been off for about, what, a month and a bit? Do you always say my last name? I do. Really? Yeah. There's, I'm think, I'm, in fact, I'm pretty sure if we go back to the last episode, you said the exact same thing. Is it Groundhog Day? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we're, we're being haunted. We're in a loop. Time is flux. We're just out of practice here. Zencaster and us. We don't know what's going on. So awesome. <laughs> We're going to, yeah. If you listen to this, you probably heard the pre-credit sequence, which is a first for us. But something strange happened to us when we started recording this show. First of all, the, the theme didn't work, at least on my end. And then uh, some weird, like, teenage girl said so awesome and, like, a weird other noise. And we're all claiming we're not responsible. And I can 100% tell you that I did not have anything to do with it. And I'm I so will, confused. I will also swear. You swore on your brother's lives. I will swear I on the count. I did. That's not me. I don't know what that is. I, don't, I genuinely don't know. And if I'm swearing on the count, you know I'm serious. Nikki? Nikki. I'd like to speak to my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd only Ben only Ben will know the truth in the end oh, interesting no, the truth. interesting well you know sometimes you gotta have a little bit of mystery in your life Look, yeah the, the answer the answer will never be as interesting as the one we will dream about tonight so <laughs> you know there's no yeah. point no point digging into the, who did what right yeah <laughs> do you want the truth or do you want fairy tales yeah, yeah. Fairy tales. Absolutely. What, what does Muff Gideon say about the the Darksaber? <laughs> He's like, the power's in the story. <laughs> this is our Darksaber. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you both doing? So great. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. Tired. Ty- oh, you tired. got your shot. What did you... I did get boosted today, yes. Um, and then also, Ooh. I am on the tail end of a of my move, um, so that is nice to be in a new place. And uh, and then I got a whole another. Uh, I guess I got a week to recover, and then on Friday I am traveling again. <laughs> Dang! To, uh, to uh, go party for a friend who is matrimonizing. That's the word, right? That's that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah spot that's on. what they say. I'm going be. to the matrimony ceremony of a close friend. So, yeah, um, it's a, a busy end of the year. 
crazy. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Oh, Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, that's one of the reasons why we uh, we've been on a little break because Nikki has been he's moved to a better location. Get to see the Hollywood sign. Nikki's moved on to a better place. (laughs) (laughs) He died and went to Hollywood. There we go. Which is purgatory, right? Yeah, pretty much. Mm Hmm. I was going to say, speaking of matrimony. I just want to do a little shout out. Oh, congrats, to... Claire. What? Congrats. To me? What did yeah. I do? You got married. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Don't you put that juju on me yet? Hell no. Um, no, but for, for people that deserve that juju, uh, special congratulations to, as of this recording date, um, uh, congratulations to my co-host over at Broaxium, Dan Miller, and his beautiful wife, now Julie Miller, as of yesterday. Dan got married yesterday. How awesome yeah. is that? I mean, it's okay because like, I didn't get an invite, so I'm not that happy about it. <laughs> yeah, like same, but you know, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, did yeah. A, good, good for them, I suppose. I'm going to assume they did a small thing. They didn't yeah. invite everyone on Twitter. No, immediate family, that's about it. Yeah. Well, there was a 13-hour space that happened the other day on Twitter, and Dan showed up and was like, we were going to have a big event, but COVID happened, and we made it smaller because we're close family members, so it's, you know, safe. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. How God. inconsiderate. Dumb COVID. Stupid COVID. No, but honestly, like, for but, many uh, reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, congratulations. Uh, we wish you all the best. And we look forward to your future um, reptilian-based creature racism. I hope they made a <laughs> they made like a poster for the wedding called "Where the Millers." Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that film. Any good? It's actually fun. Yeah, it's a fun watch. I haven't seen clips, <laughs> but, but yeah, I've seen the movie clip. Go for it. Yeah, there's some there's some good giggles in there. Some good giggles. That's all you need at the end of the day, right? That's, plus, yeah, that's what life should be. Some good giggles. I mean, Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston. Like, that's, that's a good combo. That's a good combo. That is a good combo. Yeah, yeah. A little, little bit of Will Poulter never <laughs> hurt anyone. Sit <laughs> <laughs> from Toy Story. Will Poulter, man, this guy, <laughs> he, has, he just has, as an actor, almost an unrivaled level of like little bitch energy like almost <laughs> everything i've seen him in he plays the little bitch so true and yeah. it's, it's fascinating i don't know how he gets away with it and I now he's gonna be either. in guardians 3 is that a morlock exactly. like is that a morlock gonna be a little bitch that's uh, what yeah, i want to know he kind of is of course he started with cousin eustace <laughs> who uh <laughs> We all love in uh, Narnia. Um, but yeah, the Revenant plays a little bitch. Cousin Eustace, little bitch. little bitch. Adam Warlock, little bitch. I will say, we're the Millers, little bitch. Yeah. The, see? yeah. It's, a, it's a fascinating career trajectory. Um, did you ever watch Son of Rambo? No. I did not, no. Oh, that's a good film. He's in that. It's about... Um, 
it's set over a summer during the dawn of Thatcher's Britain. The film is a coming-of-age story about two schoolboys and their attempts to make an amateur film inspired by First Blood. <laughs> Interesting. And Will Polt was in it. It's great. Interesting. It's I think you'd love it, Nicky. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I dig that. But yeah, f- fascinating times for Will Poulter. Will Poulter That's stands. Him. Eat up. Your time's <laughs> coming. Yep. I'm still mad, though, about Will Poulter. This is a clip that I, I took from Bandersnatch, I think, like, two years ago. And I keep using it for very obscure jokes every, like, year or so. And it never gets the amount of praise that it should do. I'm sorry. Well, it's the, have you ever watched Bandersnatch? The Netflix Black Mirror? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, there's different, like, um, it's like a choose your own adventure book. But you watch it. You watch it, yeah. You can click what happens. Mm-hmm. Like it'll come up with, what should you do? Turn left, turn right. Um, and then there's, there's this moment in it, depending on what circumstance you do and the character you play is like making a computer game and the person who like codes it is will Potter's character mm-hmm. and you go up to him and go i just killed my dad <laughs> and will Potter goes right <laughs> <laughs> and i keep using it like i i, I when he got announced as um adam warlock <laughs> adam warlock meeting star star lord for the first time oh my god I just killed my dad Right. <laughs> yeah, that's Good a very stuff. specific use for that. It's very specific, but it's, yeah. it comes in very handy. Like Kylo Ren, I just killed my dad. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, it's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, apart from weddings and stuff, everything. Do you ever have a nice Halloween? I mean, not really. I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> She didn't kill anyone, didn't go out and cause some havoc. See, I did that last year, oh. and it didn't go down well. Oh. So I figured I would skip that for 21. And maybe, you know, 22 New Year, you never know. But this year was the quiet one. Yeah, I literally did nothing for Halloween. I even had a Ted Lasso costume, and I never put it on. I'm wearing the sweatpants right now. I'm wearing the AFC Richmond joggers. But, oh, there we go. You didn't believe, but, Claire. I didn't believe. I didn't do anything. I ate some. Look, let me tell you, believings for twenty twenty two. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. You know, no qualms. Good. I'm glad. Uh, as for me, I have done fuck all. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, I love uh, her. <laughs> she's great Um, no uh, I think think I I watched Last Night in Soho which is one of my favourite films of the year and if you haven't seen it fuck you gotta watch it I did do that on Halloween (laughs) yes me too (laughs) that was was my Halloween plan that was a great day to watch it as well it was you know I figured you know it's a little it's not a scary movie but it's it's got a little got a little spook to it and uh, so it was nice, um, and, I, and it was my first time in uh, the Dolby Cinema, which was very uh, eye-opening. <laughs> uh, it was fun. <laughs> so it was good, good times um, with uh, Mr. Mister Wright. Edgar Wright con- continuing just to be incredible. Um, 
that film, I just love it so much. It's one of those films where, you know, you, you can't get it out of your head in a good way. I'm like, I, gosh, I did promise myself I weren't going to watch. I, I promised myself I can only watch a certain amount of movies this year because one budget reasons and also just, you know, the pandemic, you don't want to keep going out. Um, this one's been pushing me. It's like, go, go watch it again. And I really want to, but I don't know. Yeah. I actually just signed up for, uh, the AMC A-list thing, Ooh. which Ooh, is very, it's very like awesome <laughs> because <laughs> basically you buy one ticket, like one IMAX ticket a month and you can see 12 movies in a month. Nice. That's so like, That's awesome. so I, um, <laughs> and, and you can also cancel it like right at the end for, for no cost. So, uh, like last night I was thinking I'd go see right now AMC's doing this um like Disney Plus uh slate of movies, I guess. And one of them is a Star Wars movie and they pick Rogue One, so Rogue One is currently playing. And I was like, Oh good. I was gonna go yesterday. And then I was like, Oh, I can't make it. I'm gonna cancel that bad boy for free. <laughs> Come and on. I was like, you know what? Let me let me make let me make it for tonight, actually. And uh I don't even know if I can go tonight. <laughs> so I'm gonna cancel that again for free, <laughs> um, but it's it's very useful, um, and you know it's a it's nice as you know movies are are feeling a little better to go to go back to um, at least in LA County. LA County feels okay right now. Um, I saw Eternals in Orange County. Let me tell you. Ooh. Let me tell you that. That was a little different from LA County. <laughs> or, people, yeah, yeah, people like walking in without masks. And I was like, man, are they going to tell them to wear a mask? And I was like, oh, wait, the theater person isn't wearing a mask either. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Orange County, baby. Yep. Pandemic is over in Orange County. Didn't you hear? It's uh, a, little, a little wilder down there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, interesting times. Interesting times to be a movie viewer. Absolutely. Um, I'm finally. I'm excited because I finally get to watch Shang Chi soon. Um, it popped up in the oh, yeah. on the so plus. I finally watched it actually on Friday night, and I adored it. I, I loved it. Yeah, it was big so fan. Fun. Big fan. I got ready to watch it. It's funny because I was only spoiled about one tiny thing, which wasn't even really a big spoiler. It was like one of the post-credit scenes, and so I just knew that one person was going to be in it, and I was like, okay, I can ignore that. I can just. I don't know the context around it, so it's good. And bear in mind, this film came out, what, like months ago? Yeah, it was like September-y, I think. September, yeah. I've managed to avoid everything. It comes out on Disney+, Plus, and I get one, and the, I think the other post-credit scene spoiled for me. Or maybe it's the same one, I don't know, but I just know another character appears, and I'm like, oh, fuck. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's rough in that. I, I remember with Eternals... Um... One of the post-credit scenes was going rampant, yeah. And everybody was like, "I've seen it." Ah, oh, God! And I was like, "Fuck! Am I gonna like dodge this one?" And I managed to dodge both, so oh, good. I was pretty pleased. Um, it's funny because the one yeah. that got leaked, which, well, to be fair, like those people, the people who reported it, I think it was like Variety, um, mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that because that's really shitty. Uh, I wrote a whole thread about that and how you shouldn't treat audiences audiences like crap, but also. It was funny because that room that was rumored for so long 
that I kind of forgot that it was a rumor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, and I was like, oh damn. The one, the yeah. one that leaked isn't even the good one. I know. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, yeah, Shang Chi, Shang Chi's good times. My only problem with Shang Chi was, as soon as I saw it, I saw the Village Bride, and I forgot about Marvel. <laughs> So yeah, I look forward to watching that again on the plus, and also Jungle Cruise. Uh, I kind of wanted to watch I watched that, too. that as well this weekend, and I yeah. also thought it was great. I love Jack Whitehall, I, and and you know everybody was it was a fun it was a fun time it was a good good show. Look at you, Disney. You should, you know, you should I, give yourself a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, um, do you know what I watched today actually. Um, Home Sweet Home Alone again. That was it. No, Home Sweet Home Alone. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you said it again. Like you'd watch it multiple like, times. Like wow, you watched it twice. Like good, huh? <laughs> it's a good idea for a sequel trial, though. <laughs> yeah. And I really liked it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I I watched. The, I think the thing that was fun about it was that I watched it with the whole family. Watched it together. It's like the first Christmas film we watched this year, mm-hmm. and we love Home Alone. And I hate the sequels so much, um, not counting two, because that's actually good. And I went in this with some trepidation, because I wasn't a big fan of the fact that they made Ashling B's character English, because she's Irish, and you don't necessarily have to be English to have an English-speaking son. Um, <laughs> crazy how that works. I know, like it's, it's crazy how my, my nan was Irish, but my dad is English. Um, weird. Uh but yeah, I, I was like, mm, I don't know. But everything else about it was like great for me. Like it was written by Mikey Day and Street Adele from SNL. Oh God, who, yes. And Street Adele was also on College Humor. So I loved him, his work on that. And then obviously then Bebo from SNL. Um, and the cast in it is ridiculous. The amount of talented, funny people in this film. You've got Rob Delaney, um, Aaron from The Office, who is Eddie Kemper. Uh, who, who else? Chris Parnell was in it. Yes, Parnell. Andy Daly yeah. in it. Claire from Comedy Bang Bang. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I remember oh the uh, the trailer. The thing that stuck out from the trailer was, oh my god, how they get all these people? Fucking uh, Archie. Is, I, Archie. I remember yes, his last yes. name. Archie he's h- hilarious. He's you know, so good. From, he's, uh, he's really good. Well. Keenan Thompson's in this one. Uh, Timothy Simmons, isn't it, from um, Veep? He plays Jonah from Veep, if you watch that. There we go. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Uh, who else is in that? There's a lot of great people. Buzz McAllister's in it. <laughs> uh, playing, obviously, play, reprising the character of Buzz McAllister from the first two films. Uh, no, Kevin's older brother. Yeesh, Buzz's girlfriend. <laughs> yes, and there yes. is a there is a nod to um, Kevin, which is really cool. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really funny. I was actually kind of shocked by it a little bit because I think it's going to be one of those films where people don't like it, which is fine. I thought it was the best of like the other sequels they've made in terms of like it's not shit. How many even are there? Because I remember th- I remember <sighs> seeing three. As a kid, and being like, "What the fuck is this?" I know. Turn it's, it off. <laughs> um, Scarlett Johansson's then, in that film. Really? Yeah. She's the sister. 
Um, and so, yeah, I don't even know what they did after that. I think there was like Home Alone 4 and then Home Alone... Home Alone 3, Home Alone 4. I think that was like a Home Alone like straight to DVD. I think that was like weird like digital one where it's like YouTube was involved or something. But this one is like pretty much... It's got like bits of the music cues from the old films, like mm-hmm. John Williams themes. It's it's definitely modern, and I think what I appreciate about it is that they don't just. I think what the sequels failed at is that they just try to like replicate it completely. Well, like two burglars, da da, like they're just bad people. This one sort of changes the formula a little bit, which I thought was really fun, and you know, it was a good change of pace, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think obviously the best part about this film, because like, I see like all these reviews, like this is terrible, like this doesn't like seeing my brother smile and laugh out loud was worth it. Also, my I mean, dad. <laughs> again, that's the thing. It's like when when you have a movie like this, <laughs> it's it's not for the people on Twitter <laughs> who yeah, are gonna, who are gonna yell about it. Like it's it's just not for them. Or adult uh, critics, you know? Yeah. Uh, the thing I was really surprised about the most, though, was... I don't, I don't know why I assumed this, but I think I figured, because it's 2021, you know, sometimes you can't be as graphic, or, like, people shun... I don't want to be like, the British culture bullshit. But, like, you know, like I don't think you can be as violent. And also, it's Disney, so I was like, I just assumed they were going to be, like, pretty tame. Mm-hmm. It's on par, maybe even worse than uh, the original film. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. <laughs> There's a scene where uh, you don't mind me talking about it a little bit. <laughs> like he chops his dick off. He yeah, he did not. There's a scene where he shoots them with like a nerf gun, and I was like, okay, well that's pretty tame. But the nerf gun has like pins in it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and my mum was like, this might be a bit too much. I was like, no, this is dope. <laughs> Man, you love to like, see it. I was like, fuck, this is pretty cool. He sets one of them on fire. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, this is the Home Alone podcast. I love. Uh, I like. I think we talked about it. Was it last year when we did a Home Alone watch through over Zoom? Did that? Did, was that last year? Probably. Last year? I think oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I remember we talked a little bit about it. But one of the most entertaining things to me is watching the MythBusters episodes where they break down just <laughs> which things from Home Alone actually would kill them, which is mm-hmm. most of the things that <laughs> happened to the burglars. It was just like, oh yeah, you'd be dead. You'd be crashed with your skull, and, and fragments of your skull would go into your brain, and you would die immediately. Like, oh okay, Ha-ha. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the Funny. like iron to the face is probably a yeah, good one. Yeah, that was one of them. That. Yeah. Yeah, the there were so many moments like this is oh, how it would cans. kill you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the paint cans was another one. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. Enjoy. Uh, but yeah, that's all we've been up to. We've caught up with each other. Should we dive into the news we've missed over the last month or so? Let's yeah. see what's been cooking. Cool. So first up, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Hayden Christensen will once again reprise his role. As Anakin Skywalker. I know that guy. Oh, do you? Uh, in the upcoming Ahsoka series on Disney Plus, uh, the out- the outlet reported the following: Hayden Christensen is staying in the fold of the Galactic Empire. 
the actor will reprise the role of Anakin Skywalker, aka Darth Vader, in Ahsoka, the latest Star Wars live action series from Lucasfilm and Disney+. Multiple sources tell The Hollywood Reporter. Rosario Dawson is starring as the fan-favorite character Ahsoka Tano, a Jedi Knight survivor popular on the animation side of Star Wars, who made a live-action debut in the second season of The Mandalorian. Plot details are being kept in the far reaches of the Outer Rim, but it is known that longtime Star Wars what, <laughs> lightsaber wielder Dave Filoni is writing the series. What a weird phrase. Is writing the series. This is like someone tried too hard. This is like it's um, like just say Dave Filoni's doing it. Like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> An exec producing with John Favreau. It is unclear how Skywalker, or for that matter, Vader will figure into Ahsoka, which, like Mandalorian, is set five years after the events of Return of the Jedi, and therefore after Vader's death. The character of Tyna was the Padawan of Skywalker, so the latter's appearance in the series could be in the form of flashbacks. But knowing a thing or two about how the Force works, sources also posit the theory the character could be a Force ghost. Oh yeah, sources came up with that. <laughs> Wikipedia. Fucking... Uh, Disney was silent as Darth Maul. What the, okay. When asked the comment, production is due to begin in early 2022. Who wrote Okay, this? if they did not watch... Okay. Whoever wrote this clearly did not watch any of the animation because Darth Maul never shuts the hell up yeah, in the animation. Yeah, likes to run that mouth. Homie likes to talk. <laughs> um, I'm now fascinated about this article. Who I are you? I, I bet they were so happy when they wrote that. They were giggling as they wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it sounded just like that. <laughs> I think it's uh, Boris Kit. Boris. Oh, yeah. Bro. He's like the main dude who, like, um, Right, the big senior, senior film writer. Yeah. Um, Are you, okay, that, anyway. that just goes to show... You can do anything if you put your you, mind to there's it. There's always more to learn, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> you can make it, kids. You can do it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I love All that. Right. It was like, sources are also... Like, oh, sure, that thing you said could be true also. <laughs> Sources confirm oh, or deny nothing. <laughs> Scoop. All right, let, let's let's get right into that because I think Force Ghost is way cooler than Flashback. I do Agreed. too. It's like to have ever. them, like to have them, like emotionally hash it out in this time. Like, there's so it's much healing brain. that needs to be done. Big brain stuff, Holy right there. We, we, I want to see Hayden sit on the log. An invisible log. <laughs> yes. It's about time. Um, that log had a child. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, I saw people. D- it was funny when this news broke. It was like people sort of debating what this could be. Because people were like, well, obviously, it's obviously going to be a flashback because they're going to show you Ahsoka and they're going to show you McGregor. And, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Calm down. All right. Chill, chill. Relax. Take a deep breath. Um, my point is this: Why debate whether it could be a flashback or a false ghost when you could have both? <laughs> right? Yeah, likely is both. Yeah, like, that's what it's just as likely does as anything else. Does it have to be one scene with him there? Does it have to be one scene? Do we have to be so narrow-minded and just why not both? It could be one, but it could be both. We could all be right. It's all good. 
I, I do love the way that like he's unsure how he would appear after he died. I'm like, oh, no shit. Have you watched the <laughs> damn movies? I think you can reasons. So also posit the theory could be a force ghost. He could be a robot. <laughs> a robot. <laughs> Says Brian, the the VFX dude. You could send this in. Sources, it could be Anna again with two A's in the middle. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think like it's. I've been thinking a lot about this with Boba Fett as well because it's these little things George decided to do years ago. Where a like a look at Boba, just the weird choice to say, oh yeah, he's a clone of this guy, and like and not everyone digs that, right? Or at least didn't. Um, and they're like, oh, why would you reveal Boba? Why would you give him be- this thing? He was so much cooler when he was just like the mask and blah, blah, blah. And George is like, no, I'm going to make him a clone. And, um, and in so doing, he has now allowed 20 years later for that actor to headline a Boba Fett show yeah. as the character, right? And this is like the same thing. The decision to make Hayden the ghost which again, not everyone digs, um, but again, he did it. And doing that has allowed this opportunity. And uh, like, he wouldn't have thought about this back then, but it's happening. And uh, that's pretty fucking cool. That's some, that's some George Lucas magic right there. You're darn right it is. George, I wasn't part of the holiday special, Lucas. <laughs> when, that, when that came up. <laughs> When that came up, I nearly peed myself laughing. <laughs> I just couldn't. Oh, I had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's been caught with the knife in his hand. He's like, I wasn't there. <laughs> I didn't stab that guy. I may have the knife and I'm covered in blood. And the blood That's may the have been typed sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> they're going. They're going to get him. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> it's the phone phone. It's always the sirens. Always the sirens coming. Uh, this is what happens when you live next to a fire station, everyone. Uh, but <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, it's George. George trying to go for the big um, history is determined by the victors <laughs> with the whole holidays. But he's like, if I say I didn't do it, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I shut the fuck up. You can't leave me alone. It. I was trying to eat breakfast. I do like it how every time they interview, it seems to be like a random location. <laughs> Yeah, like it wasn't planned, right? Like, <laughs> like, like somebody's just like, "Hey, will you will you talk about this thing?" And he's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I guess so." <laughs> I'm still have memories of the fa- uh, the Phantom Menace. That, that's one of the fucking best ones. Wait, it looks like he's he was doing a shit on the train. <laughs> I don't even remember, but it was it was yeah, it's like like he just woke up or like <laughs> he like just got out of the shower or something, and they're like, "Hey, George, you need to record this thing." He's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, let's do it." <laughs> I, I think he agreed to do it months in advance and then forgot on the morning of. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, absolute wild. Wildlife from, from our guy. Um, it's, it's, uh, it must be the strangest existence to be George Lucas. Because you, you, you give zero fucks about anything, but you're also, you know, responsible for this ridiculous. Uh, pop culture machine, but you you give no fucks. Let's you get nice. to the, yeah, you get to hang out at F one, chill out with your wife and your kid. Yeah, 
building a museum. It's the perfect life. We could all be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, what do you, what's your opinions on this, though? Like, just Anakin being in the Ahsoka series? Because for me, I think it's just really beautiful. I know we talked about recently over the years, like, Armored Best getting that welcome back and all that stuff. And it's just nice for these characters and these actors that were sort of shunned to finally, like, not just behind the scenes, like, we said, like, celebration, it's nice to see him back, but Hayden finally getting sort of opportunity to explore the character in more ways than one and i think especially if he does get to play anakin as a force ghost that's so sort of special and powerful that we get to see him do that and explore a relationship that didn't even exist when he last played the character yeah and it won't be um surface level because because dave has talked about really loving the fact that it that hayden was made the ghost and Mm -hmm. Has t- has talked to George about it in depth, to which he won't ever give details for, um, <laughs> and um, and so yeah, it makes you it makes you feel a little more comforted that somebody who really appreciates the fact that you know this is what Anakin Ghost is, um, now getting the opportunity to write lines for him and um, have him, yeah, like you know reconcile a a really powerful relationship in his life i think it's it's really good it's really special and and yeah hayden deserves all of it so i'm i'm really glad for him my my only thing with all this is i wish we could afford um jake lloyd the same thing yeah but obviously i think you know he's he's not been doing you know so well he's uh you know, not really in the same line of work or anything. Um, so it's, it's just a shame we can't do that either. But yeah, I mean, Hayden Christensen really deserves a good, a good chance at the, you know, at Anakin. Um, not that we're here to be like, oh yeah, because the prequels were so awful. <laughs> like it's not that, but just in, in terms of the, uh, the even pop culture perception, um, of what he did with the role originally. It's, it's very nice for him to, to get to come back to it and be more celebrated. Yeah. It feels like it does feel like nature is healing a little bit. And that Mm -hmm. it, and because as much as during the time those movies and, and uh, Hayden were just shit on by everyone. um, That's not, that's not the actual, impact that those movies have because we are those that those children of that generation that it means so much to and as time has passed it's grown on even some of those naysayer people they've realized the actual impact of of him and just that he did bring so much to anakin skywalker he really did and it would be and then thinking about the ahsoka side of it it's just i can't imagine like I can't imagine an Ahsoka story in the in that that point of the timeline where we're going to put it that doesn't that we just don't address Anakin. You have to address Anakin. Like he, Anakin went through so much up until that point of the timeline, and clearly we've seen Ahsoka has too. But like we see in Twilight of the Apprentice, that 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 hasn't healed. That relationship hasn't healed the. Like her love for him has not gone, even when he is, tries to kill her. Like 
it's there's that has to like I it doesn't have to be tackled, but it's something that I think it would be so powerful to be tackled in that story. And what could be more beautiful than having them together again in some capacity or to have that relationship addressed? It's going to be it's going to be a lot. Yeah. And I like think- also they're friends like in real life, yeah. like Rosario and Hayden are friends. So that's that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that'll be that'll be nice for them. And it's like I think even um, Mandalorian, like the way she is in her episode um, is is an Ahsoka that is very, uh, I feel like you get the impression has been burdened, right? Yeah, um, very much. So. Even even more so than Rebels, um, and and it's like she, you know, with her, you know, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to train uh, Grogu. Blah blah blah. Like you can sort of tell she's sort of burdened by um, the sadness of of what happened with Anakin. And, you know, she's, she's very like, not super down with the order (laughs) kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, So like, I think it, even in live action, it's been, it's been sort of uh, the groundwork has been laid that she's ready to go on a healing journey. And I think, I think Mando was sort of step one. I think, you know, her last shot when they're, when they're taking off and, you know, her theme sort of go in and she's got this like almost smile, like they helped restore a little bit of hope in her. Um, and I think, I think, uh, you know, using that as the jumping off point for the Ahsoka series is going to be super important. And, and yeah, getting Anakin as part of that is, is going to be the key. So, and, and that's the other thing. It's like, it is the Ahsoka series, right? So like his involvement will serve what, what's being told for her. Um, so I think that's what is what it, what's going to be so deep about having him be there as a ghost and not flashbacking because it's about healing the now as opposed to just showing some some Clone Wars clips. And that's a really good point you made as well. Like her appearance in Rebels, uh, discounting I guess the final sequence um, and Mandalorian. It reminds me a lot of like Gandalf, how like. Gandalf the Grey is, has the opportunity, even though he's got um, tasks to do. He's a bit more, you know, there's a bit more levity there. He's a bit more fun. He's hanging out with the with the hobbits, and you know. But when Gandalf the White comes, he's a bit more stoic. Yeah, he's he's seen shit. He's seen shit. <laughs> like he literally died. Yeah, uh, he's like, yeah. okay, let's take this serious now. You know. Yeah. And, and again, it's about purpose, right? Like, it's, it's again, the perfect example. Again, we know through <laughs> how Filoni made her in the epilogue of, um, of Rebels. But it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it, it really shows because it's, yeah, he comes back with a purpose. And exactly. then even then, that purpose is, once that purpose is completed, it's, you know, he's, he's done that, right? He's like, okay, I can retire now. Woo. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, it's it's very similar, and I think you know it's this idea of rebirth, and and that's why I think um, certainly when the rebels epilogue was done and you know attached to the episode, I think it was um, intended then to be pretty soon after the war, but I think now with them seeing the opportunities they can do. 
I wouldn't be at all surprised if that Rebels thing takes place after this Ahsoka series. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's interesting as well, like we, we talk about this a lot, but the way some people frame these conversations, which I find really confusing and like just not as imaginative is the idea that Anakin is this like bookend of his life. Like being a force ghost somehow makes you, like, you you're all knowledgeable. You're all knowing. And so therefore all you do is spout wisdom and then fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I think what's interesting is that we have the opportunity to finally see a bit more of Anakin's redemption. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't want to think that he's just like, well, kill the emperor, get together to the party and I'm fucking fine. Like, I feel like he would want to help out no matter what he can. And I think part of the redemption, quote unquote, is the fact that, you know, he has an effect on the galaxy. Like, despite all this bad stuff he did, he also had a good effect in terms of, you know, like he trained Saw Gerrera. He trained Ahsoka. He, and then Ahsoka helped make the rebellion. A lot of the stuff they helped <laughs> set up in the first place is how you affect people. And I think he, had, he has a more of an opportunity to affect in a good way. Um, and it'd be interesting to see, like, him trying to be a better person again. I, well, I, th- I think that's a that's a huge issue. I think across the board <laughs> for for people, and there's a there's a real misconception for what redemption means in Star Wars. Yeah, and it's not it's not. Oh yeah, Vader was redeemed. Boom, and then movie over. Like it, it's really it, you can apply this to to Kylo slash Ben, whatever um, you want to refer to him as. Uh, it's it's more. The opportunity to be redeemed is given exactly. in the movie. Yeah. It's, and it's they take it. One. Yeah. Like they take it and the journey begins later. They both become ghosties and the journey, be the, the actual healing begins later. So it's not about uh, redeem and then die. Like that's not what it's about. Um, it's about. You're not done yet, kid. <laughs> yeah. The work, the work comes later. Um, so yeah, I think the opportunity to see the work is very cool because we don't usually get to see that part like especially when you see the um the yoda arc which is one of my favorites of all time the clone wars yoda arc and you find out the force priestesses were dead all along and they were force ghosts mm-hmm. i don't know how you watch that and go oh yeah force ghosts is just me when you're a force ghost it's just heaven you go off and that's it it's like no there's like a whole other universe whole other world existence that you can like exist in like Yoda mm-hmm. when he says to Luke, um, like we are what we grow beyond and failure. I'm sure he's continuing to make mistakes and learn in the afterlife because that's what life is. Life isn't you learn shit and it's that's it. You go, okay, well, I've learned that problem. I won't do it again. <laughs> Your Let's problems evolve. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a yeah. video game. Yeah. Yeah. Life no, isn't a video game. Yeah. Your it's it's just weird. Get a lot thing. more blue and a lot more glowy. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. <the> subtitle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's something yeah, people really like get the wrong idea when it comes to redemption in Star Wars. It's like, did he deserve that? It's like no, because he's working on that now. You know, yeah. it's 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 just it's much more like loosey goosey spiritual than this sort of like cut and dry. This is the moment he was redeemed, all is forgiven, blah blah blah. Like that's not the case. Yeah, um, you can't 
always apply real world scenarios in these cases because it is magic. It's faking in space, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have no proof that there is an afterlife. Fairy tales are fun, aren't they? Like I can understand if it was like like when people say, Oh yeah, in real world if there's a fascist and then they turn good at the end. Like, yeah, I get that, but we don't know there's an afterlife. So in this we do know there's one and we don't know you can continue to change and evolve. And that is what is exciting, and I think that that's perfect and ripe for storytelling. But let's move on to the next Disney Plus show that we got info for. Um, of course, on November the 1st, we got our first trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. Oh! Boba Fett. Uh, Say that really fast. Fast you can. Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. It sounds a little bit like Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Boba brought his book of Boba Fett. Boba on his jet. <laughs> yeah, Boba brought his book of Boba Fett before being by the... blasted by Ben. Ben, cut that out. <laughs> Bomar. <laughs> Bomar. <laughs> ben the Bomar. Bounty. Goodness. Yeah, fun trailer. Yeah, um, the, the description says a thrilling Star Wars adventure teased in the surprise end credit sequence following the season two finale of The Mandalorian finds legendary bounty hunter Boba Fett and mercenary Fennec Shand navigating the galaxy's underworld when they return to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate. What did we think of the trailer? I'll be honest, it's not what I expected it to be. It is very different, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what I expected, but it, it wasn't that. And I'm going to be honest with you, it's kind of more interesting than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I like the idea of it being, yeah, I'm trying to fill this void and I'm trying to do it peacefully. <laughs> I've shown, oh my goodness, <laughs> my goodness. But trying to do it in a in a peaceful way, a peaceful transition of power in a in an avenue of really violent people. I think it's interesting. I, I look forward to seeing uh, what what pitfalls he faces along the way. Hopefully not another Sarlacc to fall into the pit of, but, you know. <laughs> what an ending. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> he gets put back in. <laughs> he oh, slips. Fuck. Poor Boba. Like, not again. <laughs> Shit. A Sarlacc spa. I bet you um, wondered how I ended up here again. Ah, the Sarlacc spa. There are no <laughs> spinoffs. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a really intriguing trailer, and I think we're also by the end, uh, or by, certainly by December 29th, or maybe even through the the end of uh, the the series, we're gonna get really tired of hearing the words "Godfather," <laughs> yeah. uh, because. That's it's just kind of similar vibes. It's like this mafia movie set in Star Wars uh, in a way that I think has always been really like, uh, you know, ample territory. But now we're like really getting it. And I think um, it's, you know, it's it's working really well hand in hand with the the comic runs. You know, we just had um, War of the Bounty Hunters and and now the Crimson Crimson Rain uh sort of thing with Kira and you know we're really having an underworld moment in Star Wars Star Wars land right now 
And uh, yeah, it's and it's really interesting. Relaxing on the podathon about Crimson Rain. Sorry, tangent, but holy crap, Charles Soul had some had an interesting little tidbit about Crimson Rain to share. Crimson Rain. Nice Crimson Rain. Crimson Rain. Oh my lord! There we go. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, know. sorry, <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's full of all sorts of uh, really great images. Um, we we love a Bomar monk. <laughs> we love a. <laughs> We love a fancy Athorian. We love um, sexy Twilix times two. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Isn't it Beautiful. funny how a fucking Bomar monk could have me pump the air and go, I'm sold <laughs> in the first yeah. second? My, oh, God, sorry. Uh, my immediate thought, I don't know about you guys, um, was just flashbacks to playing Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Where you could jump on the Bomar monk and ride it. <laughs> sorry you go i was gonna say one of my favorite uh shots is that big cityscape which i don't know if we have a name for yet or not um i saw people guessing it was like the capital of tatooine which i think is like bestine or something um but somebody on uh twitter said from now on i'm calling this moss angeles and i'm like (laughs) fuck yeah it's moss angeles baby So, that's good that's good yeah so um yeah just really cool really cool things that city reminded me a lot of jetta city you know you get those um yeah sort of shots like that and then and then fuck fuck yeah boba and fennec i mean what's what's not to love right i mean right. it's gonna be awesome i think what i love about this so much is and to clarify like this is exactly what i thought the show would be and i was so happy when i saw it because i was like like you said, we were still unclear about what this would be. History is very good at filling in the blanks. Uh, like, uh, sorry, like sort of blanking over that sort of thing. So when you read history books, his, like you said earlier, Nikki, the winner, the victor, glances over things. You see stuff like the Russian Revolution. Lenin came in, that was it, all good. Not the case. <laughs> when you create a vacuum, people want to fill it. And there's often... People that don't like who takes over. And there is a bit of conflict. There. That's what I said at my last orgy. <laughs> what? That Lennon's coming. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Nikki only has sex with people who travel via German train. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit. They know. Um, no, I, I, th- I think... I was, I was surprised. I was like, wow, this is, I didn't figure you have to fight for this. I was like, yeah, that's how fucking gangs work. That's how any power grab works. Didn't anyone watch the fucking Game Clone of Wars Frank. arc? Even. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, that's what it really felt like for me. That's the big influence was the big crime arc, crime syndicate. Arc. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta put your stamp on shit, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And, I think, uh, you know, Boba's whole thing is sort of the, you know, I, I forget the exact line. Is it? It's like, I intend to rule with respect. Yes. Yeah, so fucking good. Um, instead of fear. And so I think that's, that's really an interesting turn um, for this guy. I, I hope he doesn't lose all his, I'm a fuck you upness. Um, I mean, that, that I, shot again with the stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't. I don't. I don't want him to lose too much of uh, his his uh, killer streak. Um, but 
I do think it's a very interesting way to now frame him as being, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take the the talk approach first and then, and then see what happens. I think, yeah, what's cool about that is that he has a very specific reign in mind. And I think it does fit the character, like the idea of like respect and, you know, he, he wants to make money. And if you get in his way, he will fuck you up. And we see that in the trailer. We see the big, yeah, like the anger face. That I like to call it Tim's anger face. <laughs> where he looks like he's like, you, you know, you fucked up. <laughs> we see Tim's anger face. Um, I just really love the way the trailer acted. I know everyone's, like you said, everyone's just the Godfather. Because that great fucking sequence at the end where he's like, speak freely. <laughs> I was like, fuck. So good. Like, like the, mm-hmm. And the head movement, the tilt, the head movement in the mask. So good. Um, but also, I, f- I saw a lot of um, like medieval royalty, like on the throne, and you know, when you take over like a, a kingdom, and you're trying to impose your power, but you have to like spread your message. And it's, again, like it's a mixture of fear, it's a mixture of being good to the people. I'd love to see what he does. I think it might we might get like sort of like a Doctor Doom scenario, where he's like trying to help these people a little bit but also has people subjugated um it'd be interesting to see what he does with that because he's never mentioned in the sequel trilogy which i'm like hmm it doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't exist around that time but yeah i'd like yeah, to for all we know he could be <laughs> ruined tatooine and still at the end you know <laughs> he's like yeah, for all we know not interested um and also i he, like he's, he's tackling the hot territory Mm-hmm. And there's more huts than Jabba. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, I'm and intrigued. he, he looks that. great doing it. Yeah, he he looks does. like he's been uh, regenerating or something. I don't know because he, he doesn't look too too hot in uh, certainly that first episode of his uh, Mando. I guess the tragedy. Um, when he, when well, he's he, looking a little dusty, he's looking a little scarred up. He can afford the back to bath now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say the man's has the budget for the back to. So yeah, he's a uh, you know. There's no stopping him. I think he asks um, Fennec to rub his head with like back to, or do you think he has like a special helmet, like like a face mask, <laughs> like a, a back to face mask he puts on whilst he has the helmet on. I'm going to say the latter because okay. I can't imagine after being in the Sarlacc pit that you want it, not anybody to, to touch your Sarlacc burns. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to not bring up innuendo. <laughs> a little higher. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, you know, Fennec, Fennec's got to stand guard while he's in his back to bath. So she can't be rubbing his head, you know? Well, valid points being made. So. Yeah, yeah, good for her. <laughs> She's like, I'm your backed up lady. <sighs> yeah, no, it's it's super exciting. I love I love the two of them. Um, you know, both cast and character, they're both delightful. They both, again, going back to Hayden, they both deserve this shit. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited, excited for them, excited for the show. Um, do we even know how long it is? I don't think we do. No, I don't we know it starts yeah. on December 29th. I think yeah. I heard it like six episodes. I don't think it's very long. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, it makes you wonder, is, it, is this the first sort of like limited series kind of event? Um, Maybe. Is there is there a second book of Boba Fett? Like, I don't know if that's Volume the case. Two. But, uh, book yeah. two of Boba Fett. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's super cool. And yeah, there's there's plenty of shots like throughout the trailer. Really intriguing stuff. Really cool locations. Um, new, uh, or the it looks like the uh, Trandoshan model is a, is a lot better than the one in Mando season one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's very fun. Um, and then and yeah, the, uh, the episode three Aqualish, mm-hmm. which no, very nerdy thing to point out, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. episode three, baby. Yeah, the the aliens look great. The Twi'leks look awesome. Um, you know, there's those guys with the cool like shield wall things, looking like they came out of Wakanda. The helmet full of money felt very like medieval. Yeah, yeah. Like in the Crusades, oh, shit. <laughs> Stop stealing shit. Stop stealing gold. Yeah, um, and then um, yeah, I mean, it just it just looks good, and uh, you know, it almost also feels like that thing where. They didn't really show us that much. <laughs> like, we don't really know who the the big villain is. There's no like very clear. Oh, this is gonna be your number one pain in the ass. Um, and you know, there's also a, you know it's a, it's a small galaxy in Star Wars, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you never you never know who's gonna show up. I also yeah, think no. that that all the footage in that trailer is a hundred percent from either just the first or the first and second episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be early stuff. We know this game. We know your game, folks. And even then, there'll be like a fucking big cliffhanger, or like a big twist, where it's like Django isn't dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Something like that. yeah, crazy like that. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm really intrigued by it. I'm, really I'm also, I'm also really excited to see who, um, like they got as far as like directors. Um, yeah, because I don't, I don't know if it's like. Like Robert Rodriguez easily could have done the whole thing for all we know, but I think it it's also you know pretty likely that they brought some people in. Maybe some Mando directors came into it. Um, maybe some new people came into it. So I think it's it's going to be super fun to see all that play out and and whatnot. And we really don't have that much left until it's showtime. Yeah, pretty crazy. It's twenty ninth of December. And we've also got Hawkeye to bide us until then for all all the Marvel fans. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with that. I think it's fair to say that we're very excited for Book of Boba Fett or the boop of Boba Fett. Hopefully he comes back and boops people's chins. I demand boops. Oops, sorry, I cancelled my Disney Plus account. Boba must (laughs) flirt with backup singers somewhere. Oh, he has to. Who do you think he has under the, like, where the Sarlacc would, uh, sorry, where the Rancor would be? What do you think he has there instead? The Polynesian Spa. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got back, he's got a Polynesian back to the tank. The, the trap door goes down, he just go right into the pool. <sighs> yeah, that's fucking dope. And there's just candles and, like, a bar and shit. The fucking uh, torture droid is now running the bar. <laughs> um, he's like, yes, I have prepared a gin and tonic. <laughs> Oh, and he, oh. that's the same type of dude running the, the Moss Eisley Cantina, right? Isn't that so, the same droid from Jeopardy? I don't know Pilot? if it's the same same droid, but it is like the same model. 
I think they confirmed. I'll have, have a look while we while we talk. Yeah, about. I don't remember to that detail. I know, I know, it was R five even in season one. Yeah, um, he, he got the name drop in, in season two, but uh, I don't know about the actual. He was voiced by Mark Hamill, job, as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe it is the same. If it is the same guy, he's like, yo, come back to the real, the real happen in place. Um, you know, it is the off. same, the same it dude. The, what's his, yeah. what's his little designation? EV 99. There you go. It's he's like, he, he was reprogrammed as a service droid. He's like, Evie, come on, get out of the, get out of like normal time, normal wages. Come back here. Come work for me. I'll pay you double, triple, whatever you want. Cause I know you make a good, a good mixed drink. Um, and you know, Come work for the boss. Why? Why serve? Why serve frog ladies when you can serve me? This is the pitch. Oh, blessed. You're like fucking doctor. You want? You want to be serving drinks to fucking Doctor Mandible? Like, come over here, man. Like, get get back on our side. You can be serving drinks to Fennec Shand. And he's like, oh, okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's basically the book of Boba Fett. Sorry for the spoilers. <laughs> The I'm scoop, in. you heard it right here. Yeah. There we go. Finish. <laughs> Cut the check. Mic drop. Cut the check. Um, <laughs> let's wrap up with some quick discussion points. So, first of all, Portafon 2021 happened um, recently, and it raised $8,300 for the Make a Wish Foundation. Uh, we just want to say a big thank you to Pete Fletzer and Scotty Jerry for having us on board, giving us an hour's time to play Quiplash and have fun, joke about Shmi Skywalker's corpse, and you know, as you do on a on a platform to help raise some normal weekend, sick really. children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and thank you to everybody who played along with us in the audience because that was so much fun, and I it, it sounded like y'all were enjoying it too. So come join the Discord. Come join the Discord and play with us again in the we'll near future. We'll, 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 if you liked that game, listen to the end of the show because you might be excited about something. Hashtag tease. And then I'm just not going to follow up on it. <laughs> Con- content. Absolute content, baby. <laughs> you won't be content until you get the content, baby. There we go. Um, yeah, me and Claire had a good time. Uh, Nikki, I know you sent your love, and we sent some. We donated some money to the charity from all three of us. So it was just yeah, really cool, really good on them for getting all those great people together. And Comfrey was amazing on there. Uh, like you said, uh, Charles Souls and Braxium awesome. gave a big uh, spoiler for the upcoming. I did give a big spoiler. Bam. Sure. And Claudia Gray was awesome Claudia as Gray. well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That was there were some really fun little behind the scenes of the cool creative song process. Lee was on. Um, yeah, heck yeah, um, it was a good day. Matt, Matt Martin, Martin Matten. Yeah, Martin Matten. That was a great. Um, like some of the things that he revealed were pretty fun. Like I think he owned the website, the URL for like I have a bad feeling about this dot com, which I think <laughs> it redirects to his Twitter account. It's awesome, amazing. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, congratulations to everyone involved. That blowing that uh, goal out of the water was 
very impressive. And um, yeah, uh, well done, everybody who who donated. And you know what? You can uh, keep donating. <laughs> you don't you don't need Nailed a thon to keep doing Make some charity. Week. So you know, always always find those nice causes and uh, you know, give them some love. And we'll do we'll do some more in the near future as well. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I do think it's beautiful that what <laughs> within about what a week, the fandom can come together to be um, really kind, and then <laughs> one week later, people are complaining about nothing. <laughs> oh oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> also, so everybody send flowers and chocolates to Scotty because I'm a little bit worried about his mental health, judging by his his Twitter account. He, Scotty went full method. He did go full method. Like, the performances on those are hysterical. It's, it's performance art. He's he's really reached is. a level that no one in Star Wars Twitter has reached, and it, it's, it's both. It's it's that perfect blend of fear. But you know they're tapping into brilliance, and um, yeah, yeah it's 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 amazing. It's he's pure Jim Carrey Andy Kaufman it. You know? <laughs> yeah, so he much. D- so. I, like I'm at this point where I'm like, does he even know that he's doing a bit anymore? <laughs> I think he's lost in the character. I'm scared for him. Just check on him. Either way, just check on him. I mean, currently he's been just posting. We did a, I did a fake poster last night, <laughs> and he just tagged us in a TikTok in which I don't know what he's saying. And I don't know. I'm just scared. He's always sideways in the video as well. Which is really <laughs> Speaking in tongues. <laughs> it's, it's, Basically. Like, it's just the exorcist. <laughs> no, but uh, obviously Disney Plus Day happened um, this week, which made everyone super happy because nothing makes a fan base happy like a pointless marketing exercise what do we think about Disney Plus Day I was excited that I was excited for some of the things that they shared because there were some things that I saw that were I didn't know were coming out on Disney Plus because I am a fan of not just Star Wars so I enjoyed Disney Plus Day I was just worried about everybody else they were annoying get your, over yourselves I lost Sorry. followers <laughs> <laughs> for laughing at people. <laughs> um, no, who you? Uh, you know, Name and shame. Uh, the usual. Are we, are we gonna out them on the pod? We're we gonna out them the on the usual. pod. Right here? Oh, I'll put it in the Patreon. Fuck them. Um, and yeah, so look. <laughs> Disney Plus Day is not for us. No. And it's not. It's like you just you just gotta live with that. And I'm sorry. You didn't get to see a trailer a couple days ago. I, too, would have loved to see a trailer. If they stuck that in front of me, I would have been like, thanks. This is great. I'm happy to watch this. But it doesn't fucking matter. A, they put the trailer out for the thing that's coming in a few weeks. Right? When you think about it, in the end, how much more did Marvel actually do? Yeah. Because they have Hawkeye coming out imminently. And gave a little extended bit for that. And then the other shows, what, like 20 seconds of something? Mm-hmm. Like it was it was little bits, little, little bits for things down the line. And 
They just you know, have more we, coming down the line. Like literally, yeah, they, it, they're at that point. They got more things coming out all right. the time. In Star Wars it's does. coming and it's coming faster. Coming out, and then, and then you can the comparable thing is Hawkeye and Book of Boba. And we got the Book of Boba trailer. What else do you want? You want, to see, you want another trailer of Book of Boba? Probably not. Um, and so, yeah, we got the Kenobi sizzle reel thing. I think it was the one that was shown secretly last year. Is that right? Mm-hmm. At yeah, the Investor's Day. Um, so we sort of knew some of those quotes already. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was great footage to see and really cool concept art. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just this weird thing. I don't get, it's like people feel like when Star Wars doesn't market things in in a time frame suitable to the to these people, it's like it reflects upon them. And I it's, don't get it. It's like, a weird thing. I, this is what's interesting. It's like a really good psychology experiment. I think it's a mixture. It's like so many different reasons for it. One of them, which which I find really fucking weird, is that... Well, not weird, but there's a certain extent to audiences wanting to have an effect on their product, or like what thing they like. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot, of, especially at the early 10s or like the late... 2000s with like viral marketing where it's like oh yeah you get to be part of the story like you get to release the trigger if you do this thing um so i feel like over the years people have become a bit more weirdly intent on having a role in the creation of stories which <laughs> we is, all want to feel important yeah <laughs> like this is for us it's like yeah well Chill the fuck out, you know. Your tickets already been sold, bro. Like it's not for us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. I'm so freaked out by the amount of podcasts and websites, fans, and like big name fandom hashtag um, complaining about marketing. You know what's gonna, especially people who leak shit. Like you, you know what's gonna happen in the fucking thing because you leak it. Um, People who. People who, um, like, or just people like us, we kind of baked, you know, the the gist of what might happen in Kenobi based on contextual information. It's not for us. It's for the general audience who don't know that Rogue One is after, is before episode seven. Right. The people that went, oh, where's Ray in this one? It's for them. Yeah. So, like, yeah, well, we we are the type of people who are going to watch Kenobi yes, if they don't yeah. show anything. Yes, right. Like it's not for us. This this idea of, and then then I had this guy replying to me, and I and he was like, I just get really frustrated because Marvel does a better job at giving like stuff to the general audience. I'm like, why do you care? Like, I just I if you guys have an answer, please tell me because I do not get it. Um, I know there's a lot of people that like based on how their brains work because of of my brief foray into the scoops game I know there's a lot of people who need the information and they can't relax until they have information and that's fine that's that's how your brain works it it does feel it feels like you know like I I get it like (laughs) losers I mean sad isn't that's a shame yeah it is but yeah I I think There's that's also, that... like, so much joy in finding things out when they happen. Like I always hit a point when a new Star Wars movie is coming out 
where I'm like, I don't need another trailer. Just yeah, you've sizzled me. You sizzled me enough. You've piqued my interest. I just want to sit in the chair and I want to experience it for the first time and not know what is going to happen. That's always the best experiences I have. The times when I'm surprised. So yeah. I, I'm I'm chill, guys. If we don't get a single goddamn Kenobi trailer, which we will eventually, if we don't get a single trailer, I'm fine. <laughs> like, yeah, genuinely, I'm fine. Like, yeah, don't but, get it, yeah, much away from this one because I need to not be spoiled for this one. Like, right. It, it's like you say though. It's like people have this need to be in the know, like almost to the degree of, um, like that being more important than actually watching the damn thing. Yeah, right. and and like you see it in like sports fandom too, where like I swear. Some soccer fans are more fans of transfer season than actually <laughs> the season. Some, because like they just want shit to happen and they want to see it. And it's like, you know, you can actually like watch the team too. And you right. can see like, fandom, yeah, like this like, enjoy the Hunters, where you're like some fucker who just jumps into Star Wars out of nowhere and it's like, well, why didn't they give us Kenobi? This thing did it. I'm like, wait so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, and then it's like, you know, You're this whole thing, anything. this whole thing of like, you know, pulling your hair out over how they're appealing to the general audience. It's like if if my neighbor doesn't know Kenobi is happening, how does that make Kenobi a lesser experience for me? You right. know, like I just don't get it. I do not get the, it's like it's wasted emotional energy. Like it's, I just, yeah. I don't know why people are voluntarily putting themselves through this because it it's so unimportant. Like it is it's a prison just, of it, your own making. Yeah, it, I just I can't understand it, and and so you know, again, the sooner you can detach yourself from the fact that not a single trailer is really for you, um, then like you don't get annoyed at these things. They happen when they happen. You know, like, um, you know, not not to like toot toot the horn of a giant corporation, but I feel like somebody is probably getting paid a lot of money to know better about releasing a trailer than <laughs> dude on internet with twenty followers. Here's like, the thing as well. I'm you, just gonna make that bet. You are completely right, and also here's the thing. Okay. So I can understand people getting like this. This is the only thing I can understand about this whole situation, which is that last time we had a sort of a similar event, it was the Disney, was it the shareholders meeting, like Investors Day, Investors yeah. Day, Day, yeah, when we had all the video That's content. Huge. And I think obviously back then was when they were like Disney Plus had just sort of started up, and they really went to push for it. And naturally, a lot of that content is going to be Disney Plus focused because they want to push Disney Plus. It's their big new project. They make a lot of money from it. So people in their own minds got confused about the nature of that actual event to the point where they're like, okay, well, this is Disney Plus. So this is going to be the same thing. So when they hear Disney Plus Day, they're like, oh, this is going to be the exact same thing we got last time. So people just naturally expected that. Then you have people who put out scoops and leaks. And I think people in their own mind... In there, if you take a, like an article like that, if you want to delve into that, okay. But you have to remember, don't take it 100%. You yeah. have to have that bit of salt because you will get hurt. 
by your by your own expectations. You've been hoisted by your own petard. <laughs> the only person who can use the blame is you. And I think what's you know another thing that's funny is that all these people complaining about marketing. You're complaining. There's no such thing as bad press. All these people going, where's the Kenobi trailer? Where's the Kenobi trailer? Kenobi was trending that a whole day, and they showed one fucking behind-the-scenes clip. Yeah, I mean, you are doing the, the same... Mar- yeah, you're doing the marketing for free. Didn't the same thing happen with, like, No Way Home? Where people yeah. like, where's the No Way Home trailer? Mm-hmm. No Way- and then it becomes the biggest trailer of all, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's just, it's so weird. I, I don't understand the mindset, because it's just like... It's like you're, and then when you see stuff like that, like with Spider Man or Kenobi trending, it's like you're literally like playing yourself. <laughs> like I, I don't get it. Um, it's like it's it's just the weirdest, the weirdest thing. And I, it's like whatever degree it is, whether it's you know people, maybe you know media consumption is different now than it has been in the past, or getting the wrong idea about Investor Day versus Disney Plus Day, or. Um, you know, whatever. It, it's just, you just sometimes you just gotta chill out, man. Like, I, I I can't imagine being stressed over Disney Plus Day because, and then you know, we talk about general audiences. General audiences are not watching Disney Plus Day. No, like no. it's it's the people on Twitter following the hashtag, following the threads with their Star Wars profile pictures. That's who's watching Disney Plus Day, and. The trailers are not for you guys. It's it's just it's there for like especially the Marvel and Star Wars things. They're on they'd be like, why are they on Disney Plus? It's general audience because can go, what's this? Click on that. Oh, I didn't know this was coming out. I'm gonna watch that when it comes out. Yeah, that's what it's for. It's not for fucking Brian who ends up landing Falcon bed. We we are in such a like our own level of universe. <laughs> like as as podcasters as twitter people as you know whatever this level of fandom it's like we we exist in this bubble that i think sometimes a lot of people forget maybe maybe even like younger people who have only kind of known the bubble um yeah they they have no concept of like what it is actually like out there like what what 80 percent of star wars watchers slash fans are you know like it's uh it's like it's like I had to tell someone um, who's who's a bit younger than me. I was like, when the Clone Wars was airing, I was like one of three of my friends who watched it. Mm-hmm. Like most people did not watch it when it was happening. Yeah. Even most Star Wars fans did not watch it. Um, and so it's like, you know, they, and they couldn't believe that. They were like, what do you do? No, this is like the most popular show of all time. Like, yeah, that's because you were 10. <laughs> when it came out or whatever you're like you know it's it's it, you gotta be able to see beyond what we know as our own reality and our our you know the reality outside our own for disney plus day is i mean i'm about 90 percent of the people in my life and who enjoy star wars had no idea that disney plus day was even happening yeah so Imagine being mad about that. It's just like I can't. <laughs> and uh, and then yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh 
And then you know if you're if you're into other things, they they announced some pretty cool stuff. I mean, Marvel Marvel had cool. good stuff. Yeah, Disney, Pixar, like there's there's good stuff for the company. And then and you know we just recently got the sort of update that um, it looks like Patty Jenkins' schedule is a little clogged, and we we don't know anymore when Rogue Squadron's happening. So it's like Star Wars doesn't have a whole lot immediately on the horizon. I think. Even there were reports that Andor is is a Q4 2022 thing, right? So it's yeah. like end of the year. Um, so, I mean, yeah, so, it, it's Boba and Kenobi. And we got Boba already. And we got a little bit of Kenobi. And it's like, yeah, of course. Would I have liked to see a trailer? Of course. Of course, I'd watch the trailer and enjoy it. But, like, again, this idea of, like, how dare you, Disney – it's it's just baffling and like the only other thing the only the only one thing i will give anyone uh, credit for is the star wars account did tweet you know mark your calendar for disney plus day it did do that <laughs> but again that's not that's like the general shit that disney makes all their accounts do yeah right so it's like you know it's just just chill out it, you know some it makes you wonder how people tackle actual problems in their life. <laughs> because if, like if this gets you so fucking riled up, like what what happens when you you like lose your job? It's like I I just don't I just don't know. So it's funny I, you say I, that. Because I, I think there's a lack of earnesty about this stuff too. Like, let's be clear, because people are saying this as well. People were mad because they took time off work or they um, people who have shows, who have YouTube content, websites, whatever, podcast, link, whatever, took time off work or put time aside to plan a live stream, plan a schedule, but also be on you. You got to be honest with yourself. Yeah, that's the game, man. Like, you can't be like, oh, we're, yeah. this is a sh- thing against the fans. No, that's a thing against you because you have a, you monetize what you do. You monetize talking about stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can't have it every way, right? Like when when you if that's the way you're gonna like play your your um, platform or your 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 content strategy, it's like you got to accept when that works for you and when it works against you. Like it's it's not on the property. <laughs> like there's not somebody in uh fucking whoever it is. Um, we'll say, you know, Michelle Rejwan or whatever. Like she's like, she's not sitting there at her desk being like, Oh, but what about the, what about the streamers? <laughs> you know, like people don't like, that's not how the business works. Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, it's a, uh, it, it can go on and on because there's no like good answer to it. But um, yeah, you just got to chill out. If you're, if you're listening to this and you were one of those people, sorry if you feel a little dunked on, but you got to chill out. And if you, if you don't chill out, then you deserve to be dunked on. We'll be okay. <laughs> My goodness. We love, we love our live audience. Everyone give it up for the live audience. <laughs> There we go. But yeah, no, I agree. Like it's just a big all around. Um <laughs> just order a pizza and have a wink. 
Yeah. If you're angry about Disney Plus Day, post not clarity, my friends. It will help you out. You well, put change put, your life. <laughs> put, put that tweet in your drafts. Have a wank. <laughs> if you still feel the same way, tweet it. Yeah. Give it a shot. Oh. Why don't you? Um, is there anything you guys saw in the Kenobi sizzle thing that you like really got hyped about? Or? All of it. <laughs> yeah, just yes. Just him being excited about working with his sweet best boy Hayden again. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's what's up. That's what it's all about. And I'm the rest of it, joke- y'all yeah, I'm not even joking when I say that every single part of that trailer made me happy. The Lucasfilm mm. logo, I'm like, oh, fuck, I love that logo. Um, yeah, it's a good logo. You McGregor being you McGregor. Hello, I'm you McGregor. I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, that's good. Good shit. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, since episode three, I was like, ooh. Since episode four. Um, <laughs> no. Deborah Chow, and that's when I blew. No. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, seeing Hayden I mean, Christensen, kind of, yeah. seeing them with the mask on fighting, that concept art. Look, this is the thing I was saying. For the longest time, I've been very anti Vader and Ben shouldn't meet in between mm-hmm. three and mm-hmm. four. And to the point where, like, that, that, the day of, I would have still been like, nope, 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 nope. nope. That's what the concept art. Yeah. I heard you and go, could be a bit of fun, couldn't it? I was like, fuck. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I was, you know, I'm I'm just like anyone else in that where I'm like, I don't want I don't want the mission to protect Luke to feel diluted. Right? Yeah. You want that to feel very powerful still. Um but then I think my also my just overall feeling has been like, you know, we won't know if it's worth it until we see it. So it's no point being worried about it right now. Um, and, and then it's, then it's just fun. Like there's, there's that little element of fun to it as well, because it's, it feels very star Wars to, to take, you know, a millimeter of space and say, Ooh, we can play in that. <laughs> right. Like yeah. that feels very true to the way either expanded universe has worked or clone wars has worked. Um, you know, any of the little books or whatever, uh, I mean, from a certain point of view, is a whole book on that entire ethos, really. And um, yeah, I think you know to take lines of dialogue like "you should, you shouldn't have come back," uh, "Obi Wan once thought as you did." Um, oh, so good. Uh, what what else? Uh, I haven't I haven't felt this feeling since. But you know, just just these little gray areas where you can say, "What if there's a story in there?" Well, um, I left you always, but the learner, no, I am the master. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's ready. And, and that's the other thing, right? Like, um, how does he know he's called Darth Vader? Right? Like he, he, in, in three, he calls him Anakin to the very end. And, and in four, he's calling him Darth Vader. He does. They do know he's called Darth Vader in episode three though. When does? Because Yoda says, Gone, your Padawan is consumed by Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. No, that's fine. But um, you, you I'm going to kill myself. Nine-year-old Charlie for replaying that scene on a loop. <laughs> um, but you're but right, though. He does either way. Anakin still. And it's yeah. not until whatever happens here that he clearly changes he his mind. He accepts it fully, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, 
it's it there's room there's room to play and i think that above anything else is like the most exciting thing it's like yeah you know if we, if our perception of what obi-wan did has changed a little it'll be worth it for a good story um so i ho- i hope that's what they're doing and and again as long as as long as ewan's having a blast i'm having a blast so bring it on what are you claire no, I, I I think it's pretty much been said. Yeah, oh. as long as I know. Sorry, <laughs> I know it's not very exciting, is it? Claire's smoking a cigarette and shoving her hand away, like well, whatever. What? I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just well said. That's that's all. That's all I add to it. It's just bring it on. Is there anything that stood out for you there, specifically? The- I mean. The thing that stood out to me the most, I think I touched on a tiny bit, and that was just the like the that how much he loved getting to be with Hayden again, and that oh. that was the best part. Like I think that was the phrase that he used was the best part, or like most beautiful thing, know, or something like that. The most beautiful thing, yeah. And just having that be the most beautiful thing, it it, it was the most beautiful thing to me as well. Is just to know that. Re being reunited with Hayden meant so much to him, and I'm sure it meant so much to Hayden too. So, and yeah, the emphasis that Dipper Chow put on not just because it'd be very easy to be like, Yeah, Darth Vader's back, but she puts an emphasis on Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader, which I think is really interesting. And it makes me feel like we're going to get a bit more of a complicated look into his. That's the thing about, yeah, Hayden casting is if it's solely Darth Vader, you don't actually need him. No. Yeah, you don't. So like, so like that. Bring him in. Yeah, so like that's why um, it's it's a much it's much meatier that the that they've gone with him. It, it, you know, they can it, it indicates there's going to be a lot more use of of the man underneath the suit. And I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like because it's a bit blurry, kind of the like, the concept art. But I swear, like you can see like a crack in the, like the face mask. I swear, I can see a bit of his face, like in a so like in, in the, the fighting uh, one. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't look that that hard, but um. Oh, maybe it's just my mind. Maybe it's just still damage from his encounter with Ahsoka? Question mark. No, not the right time. Not the right timeline. I don't think. Maybe it's just Obi Wan's nut in his face. Or he's like this. It's like the Force Unleashed. Like how you know he keeps like getting fucked up, and they're like, (laughs) "Well, we're gonna build another suit." (laughs) Um, Oh, that was one thing. Sorry, just to jump back to a thing I was gonna ask you earlier that I forgot about quickly. Um, So with the Ahsoka thing, if Anakin is back as a Force Ghost, do you think they'll use the concept from TFA of like shifting into Vader? Hmm. I like that idea. And so you mean like the Hayden? Yeah, like he's Hayden, thing. and sometimes he like shifts into Vader. I I thought like in a vacuum that idea was cool, but I don't think it's necessary. No, I don't think it's necessary either. I think it could oh. be done in a cool way. Yeah, I guess it it just kind of depends. Like how how do you want to perceive the ghost? Like. Do you want the ghost to still be like really troubled and torn? I don't know if I want that from the ghost. Um, or maybe he's accepted that it's like part of him. 
Maybe. I I, st- I think I still would prefer the idea that he's purified enough um, to to hold the Anakin. But I mean, again, it's all it's all about how you how you end up executing it is the is what counts. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see it. Okay, cool. Well, why don't we wrap up what we've got uh, in terms of the Kenobi thing? I'll say quickly. Um, the thing I really liked as well was that, and it's like Disney Star Wars in general. It's when you see something that you're expecting to see, like everyone in the EOP was cool, but you're like, yeah, I'm sort of expecting that. Snow speeders, though, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you know what? This shit is good. Yep, I love the Inquisitor art. <gasps> super cool. Super cool. Really exciting to see uh, what's going to happen there. Especially since they mentioned Jedi hunting. Whoa! Yeah. And now, uh, what's the the dude from uh, Fast and Furious? <laughs> Every his name is like Sun Sun Kang or something. Um, oh, he uh, Sun Kang, yeah. He uh, basically like, yep, that's what I'm doing. Holding a lightsaber, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it was so cool. I was holding a lightsaber. I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> Show yourself. Tell us. So yeah, <sighs> super cool. Super cool. It's gonna happen. Um, and yeah, I I hope we find I hope we get that trailer, folks. Don't worry, I'm with you in that far. I hope we get it soon, but I, I also hope we get the release date and blah 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 and you know all sorts. It, uh, one sort of really quick fascinating thing is uh, say they do drop this on May fourth. Um, that's like really close to celebration. So like, yeah. is it gonna be overlapping? Is it gonna be around the same time? Is it even not even then? Who knows? We'll find out. We shall see. Well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. This is a jam-packed episode. Thank you all for listening. Um, let's do the little wrap-up. Claire, where can people find you? Well, uh, y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cstribs. Obviously, you can catch me here on the Imperial Senate podcast, but you can catch me. Uh, I'm back. I'm back streaming again every Tuesday night uh, at 7.30 p.m. Central Time on the Imperial Senate podcast Twitch account. I'll be streaming uh, all sorts of fun stuff, um, mostly Battlefront 2, but there will be more. And then you can catch me every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, shooting the poodoo over at Broaxium. Um, and you can also catch me uh, each new episode of Dr. Afra. I'll be doing the quick shot preview so that. Get your little to wet your whistle for the issues that drop out that day. There's one coming out this week as of recording, so go pick it up because Afra is great and I love her. Perfect, Nikki. All right, everyone. Yeah, you can uh, listen to another show, One and Done Film Club. Super fun. We just recorded um, Jurassic Park. Uh, so if you like the Jurassic movies, we pick one of those. We watch it. It's going to be super fun. When uh, when that episode's released, you can listen to that. Um, next up is Alien, I believe. Ooh. So we're going to pick one of those movies. And uh, if you like that stuff, come on, stop by, see what we end up watching and talking about. Um, on the uh, Octo Radio Network, I'm doing the rewatch Between Worlds, going through the entirety of Star Wars Rebels. Um, I forgot what episode we are we've most recently released, but... Uh, we're getting into the business end of season one. So 
um, uh, the stakes are getting higher. The episodes are getting hotter and uh, it's good stuff. Then also on our own Patreon, I will be restarting those shows now that I uh, am a little more settled. So we'll be back talking footy, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. It's plenty ugly to, to talk about. Um, <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, Nub- you have another club. Going to be talking to some more people and it's going to be awesome. Perfect. Uh, have you rewatched um, Idiot's Array yet? Uh, no, I've not got there yet. Okay, cool. Let me know how the, the ball testicle sound sounds again. <laughs> it's been a while. There we go. Um, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter at CMWASHBY and on Instagram at CharlieMWASHBY. You can listen to all my other shows via the Charlie Ashby Network, available on all podcatchers. That includes my shows, The Charlie Ashby Show, Pondervision, and Batman Returned. Pondervision, the what if finale comes out. So, uh, the, what we did the finale episode for that. And you can listen to that. And then the next one we're going to be doing will be a little bit about Disney+. Plus. So look forward to hearing that. You can also commission writing, Photoshop, and editing work from me by visiting my Ko-fi. All links to my socials and my network can be found on my link tree, which is in turn located in my Twitter bio. Check it out. And also just to announce, we are bringing back Quiplash. Um, ISP Game Night will be back every Friday night. A game of Quiplash. If you want to join in, you'll find out more info on Twitter, but pretty much you have to join our Discord to find out, or to join in the game itself. So please do join our Discord. I'm going to have a lot, as many people from Star Wars Twitter and the fandom and creators as we can and have some fun. NSFW though, for those you want to, you know, not be horny um but thank you so much for listening everyone we'll be back next time see ya touch grass bye (laughs) touch ass thank you for listening to the imperial senate podcast if you would like to hear more from the senators please visit our website at imperialsenatepodcast.com there you will find links to our twitter facebook and instagram as well as our discord server twitch and youtube channels you can also email us at imperialsenatepodcast at gmail.com and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice thanks and may the force be with you It's so weird. Like, I don't know how to describe it to you. But it's normal on our end. It went really yeah. fast and then really slow. Do you know what? I'm going to just... Add it in post. <laughs> I'll, I'll play it. And if it sounds weird on the recording end, at least I'm not insane. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, what? What? <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> What I have no that? idea. I have no... That was not from my end. That wasn't from me. I don't think that was from my end. <laughs> <laughs> we haunted. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I don't know what that was. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, you know what, what that the is. Fuck? What? <laughs> I I can't. This is recording. What is going on? Charlie, I call bullshit. It's definitely uh, you. Claire, I swear on my brother's lives that I did nothing to do with this. I'm so confused. This is recording as well. We gotta find who has the little the little audio blip on their track. <laughs> what is Who's it? responsible for this? I don't know what it is, but apparently it's so awesome. <laughs> Whatever that is. Keep this in. Keep this in, man. This is, yeah, fucking out and this is gonna be like a pre-credit. Um <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know what that was. Alright, well... Mysteries abound. I hope it doesn't show Ooh. up again. We're being haunted by a fucking imp. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's try and do this properly. Alright, you ready? Yep. <laughs> I guess. Fucking hell, here we go. So awesome.